Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Happy Valentine's Day, my friends. The readings for today talk about trials, and all of us know that love can also have trials, that in the middle of a wonderful moment, we can have just a thought come through our heads, and it can be the wrong thought, and it can come out through our mouths, and it can destroy a moment. Has that happened to you? Trials come in many sizes and shapes. Perhaps in another way you've experienced the loss of a dear uh, loved one. And if that loved one is a spouse or somebody to whom you might have been engaged, the Valentine Day can be a little tough. I remember how tough it was when my parents were getting a divorce. And it seemed that the whole concept of love for a little while, while the proceedings and all the mess that happens around the divorce was happening. So if today is a day that catches you filled with love for your spouse or your uh, fiancé or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, I hope that you have a wonderful day. And if your day catches you in a place where you are experiencing trials, that is part of the adventure. What do the readings tell us today? The first reading comes from the book of James, first chapter. James introduces himself as servant of God and of the Lord Jesus to the 12 tribes in the dispersion greetings. We have 21 letters in the New Testament. This is one of them. And it tells us to consider all joy when we encounter trials. In trials of any kind, how do we consider it joyful when we actually have a trial in love? When we maybe have unrequited love and when we are not having reciprocity or we're we're giving something and it's not being appreciated or maybe we're not being seen. How can we have joy? James tells us, count it all as joy. For you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. We have to build our faith around the connection of our heart to God's heart so that we are operating not from what we believe our will to be, but from the will of our Heavenly Father. And when we align that way, even if in the physical realm it doesn't look like what we want it to look like, If that is what we know God is wanting or seeking, then we know that even if it doesn't look very joyful, we remain in the joy of knowing that God is the same in the past, today, and in the future, and that if he's made a promise, 
he will fulfill it. If we have doubts, we have to count on the counsel of those around us. So we can reach out to a friend or a counselor or someone in a position of authority that can give us a perspective that has the Word of God as the backdrop so that we know we are looking for what God would have us do in the middle of a trial or a difficult situation. James tells us that the testing of faith produces perseverance. And for perseverance to be perfect and lack nothing, we need to also ask for wisdom. So that is something the Lord will give us generously. And we should also ask for faith so that we don't doubt as we ask our Father. He wants us to have faith, to know that what we're asking for is fully expectant that God will show up as God, not as we are capable of showing up, not as others are capable of showing up, but as God. And James tells us that a person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord if we are of two minds unstable in our ways. Let us pray to the Father that he gives us a one mind that he gives us a unity of thought, that he gives us no duplicity. Sometimes when I'm thinking about that, I pray that Nathaniel intercedes for me and angels come and assist me to mind my dashboard and not worry about what others think about me or what I think I should be doing or allowing my mind to wander like a monkey mind and not be focused in asking the Father what he wants for me to do. The psalm for today is 119. Be kind to me, O Lord, and I shall live. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I hold your promise. You are good and bountiful. Teach me your statutes. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. Friends, Trials are difficult, but how often do we come closer to the Lord in the middle of a trial than if things are going really well? In that sense, learn to see the trials of life as opportunities for the Lord to show up and as opportunities for us to kneel before the Lord and say, I need your help. I've reached the end of my rope. I've reached the end of what I have strength to do. Please, Father, show up. Trials and tribulations are opportunities for entrusting us more deeply to the Lord and know that when we are walking in his ways, the Lord can become present. When we turn our hearts away from God, when we turn our allegiance, when we turn our minds from God, then the Lord cannot act through us. Today in Mark chapter 8, we have a very, very short gospel reading. We've got the Pharisees coming forward to argue with Jesus, wanting wanting a sign, because for all these chapters, we've had Jesus performing all kinds of miracles. But Jesus says, with a sigh from the depth of his spirit, why does this generation seek a sign? No sign will be given. He gets in a boat and goes off to the other shore. Friends, 
let us know that the Lord wants to draw near. But when we begin to argue in, a, in our mind, is seeking to be right, not to be happy, is seeking to be right, not to be aligned with God, the Lord will leave us to our own devices, get on the boat, go to the other side, and we will have to face whatever we're facing without his help if we actually choose to bring disunity and to bring arguments and to bring doubt into the midst of where we are. The Lord is inviting us to open our hearts and unite them to his so that whatever we ask for will be given. So whenever we knock, it will be open. The Lord is waiting for us to say, please, Father, come and help me. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to you if it is not through Jesus. We ask, Father, that you come into our boat. Jesus, come into our boat. Holy Spirit, come into our boat. Guide the direction of where we're going. When we feel weary, please hold us. When we feel confused, clarify things for us. When we feel out of resources, come through us with your grace and your healing and your powerful authority. Father, we are grateful for all that you've given us, for all that you've done for us, for all the trials even that have brought us closer to you. Help us, Father, in this moment to receive your grace, to receive what you've got to give, to receive the things that your angels have brought around us, to receive humility and kindness and patience and joy and purity of heart and mind, Father, so that one day we may see you. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.